All right, Reggie James, um, uh, as always, good to have you guys back. Um, to the people tuning in, uh, we appreciate you guys following us on YouTube, uh, following the podcast on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, Reggie James, anything you guys want to get into before we start off with today's questions? No, I just want you to mention the name of the podcast. <laughs> It's still bombing podcast, and it's on all all platforms right now. Respect, thanks. I just want to give a shout out to my little brother T. Rue and my auntie Nita for tomorrow's their birthday. So happy birthday, Timmy, Nita, and all them Pisces out there. Oh, Black Jesus, nigga, yeah. still getting old. All right, shout out, Timmy. Okay, Reggie. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Gene Deal did a live stream on his channel, and um, it kind of confused me a little bit, and I wanted to see if you had heard it and what your thoughts were about it, because, you know, to the best of my knowledge, he's always kind of said and, you know, and, and backed that he thought Big Dre was the one who carried out the actions against uh, Tupac and Suge in Vegas, but now on this live stream, he's kind of insinuating that... He believes you, Suge, I'm sorry, you, Jimmy Iovine, and David Kenner are the ones who set that whole situation up. Were you able to hear when he when he did that? I Well, you know, of course, whenever my name is mentioned, just like when I mention other people's names, you know, you trolls or you, people that like to keep shit going. And some of us just like to be informative. It's all about how you present it to a person. They sent it to me. <laughs> Cause I don't watch Gene Deal. Gene Deal. I didn't know he was back doing live streams. I thought his shit was, you know, over as far as doing that. Cause I knew he was doing good things with, with, with Art the Dialogue channel, you know, at least once a month. And so, um, so I got information about it. And I, of course, you know, I can't listen to that. I, I skimmed through it and I heard where the name Reggie Wright was mentioned. And I was kind of shocked because, you know, it was like, Lately, I haven't been tapping that gene. I just said, hey, you know, everybody got an opinion. Uh, I thought, you know, once Keefe D came out and pretty much told everybody what happened and Greg Cadence, that, that, that's, that's a dead subject other than to the idiots. But, um, you know, so I know 10% of y'all idiots still out there believe that that theory and all of that. So, okay. Oh yeah. You know, y'all don't understand LA and gang politics. It's obvious. Um, so I'm disappointed that Gene's taking a narrative, but if y'all listen to Gene lately, Gina ran out of stories. And so he's recycling. And some of y'all say, oh, you do it too. You do it too. No, I, I do the questions that's asked. Or that comes up and I respond to because I try to clear stuff out. I can do this. I, I'm, me and Hassan Campbell <laughs> is probably the only people that does daily interviews and still get a decent, I don't get his numbers, but decent amount of views, you know? But me and John, we, we, just about coming up, I think it's March the 25th, March or something like that, coming up on our one-year anniversary of being in front of a camera. Y'all know we used to do live streams, like this stuff with James on live streams at Gangster Chronicles, but 
We've been doing this now for a year, y'all. A year straight daily. We probably missed all the 365 days. 15 times where we did flashbacks. When y'all see the name FB, that's me, flashbacks, y'all. So y'all stop saying we're recycling and doing that. That We do that because we try to put content up daily for people because we get new viewers. Some of y'all come back, some of y'all miss them. And so we throw that back up so y'all can catch up what we think are pertinent information. But I'm saying all that just to say that money was good for Gene when he was talking that anti-Reggie stuff. And unfortunately, Reggie and that shooting and that bull crap gets views. And so that's why he got off of the Big Dre scenario. And now he's putting it back on Reggie, Jimmy Ivey, and David Kidder, I believe. Oh my God. So is you saying he's saying this just to get the views and got to be how can you believe it? Keep feeding I told y'all that. Everybody you interview, every channel or every game member, reputable game member from Spice One to Big Gub, I'm just naming people just recently, and they all tell you, keep it D, keep it D tell you. I asked you, you will say, that makes sense. None of us know for sure. But I would bet my life, one of my kids' life, I'm that confident that I would bet, just like DNA, that that's what the scenario that happened. Now, the thing between Orlando and, and, and whether it was Big Dre, y'all say because some people say in the comments, and I don't know, it was because of Big Black Arm something. Big Dre was the one in the car too, right? He was in the back seat. He was on that side of the car, the driver's side. It makes sense for it to be Big Dre. Because he was on the driver's side. But let me just tell you why. That it makes sense to a normal person. I don't believe it either. I believe it was Orlando. But you're sitting on the driver's side of a car. And you shoot from the driver's side of the car. Most times when most dudes did drive-by. It was planned to come out on the passenger side of a vehicle. From, from have, you ever been in, have you ever been in the driveway? I have seen them. I have witnessed. I probably have witnessed more than you have done. I, done, I got awards in there right now from catching motherfuckers in the act of doing drive-bys on four or five different occasions. I did, I did more than four or five drive-bys. I'm saying I'm saying a witness. Okay, this is what I'm saying. I'm doing. This is what I'm saying. But wait a minute. You, you up here telling me that most of the time shootings that happen in a drive-by, they come from the passenger side of a vehicle? It, it comes from the passenger okay. side. Okay. But it can come from the back seat also. I agree. It but but the way but the way the the keepy the, the that situation that let me just tell you the scenes. T driver allegedly according to keepy D T T bone the driver keepy D front seat passenger big Dre behind the driver behind the driver and Orlando and Orlando on there. Who knows who had the gun initially? They pull up because now they spotted them. Bustle of you, pull up aside, alongside of them. And now they're on what side of the car? The driver's side. And so Orlando or Keithy, Keithy passed the gun to Big Dre. Big Dre goes, no, no, I don't want no part of this shit. I don't want this. Orlando say, nigga, fuck it. Reach across Big Dre and fires the shots. So, so possible. That's what, that's what Keithy said. I believe that. 
Okay. That's my belief. Now, look, if, if, if we're going off of what Keith D said, yeah. that could be as accurate as hell because I've seen it happen before. Yeah. Uh, just because you got four gang members in the car, all of them ain't gang bangers, all of them ain't cut to pull the trigger. Correct. Uh, Orlando was with the business, which everybody knew. So he like, fuck that. And all you doing is leaning back and he bam. Now, would there have been exactly. something else after that? Uh, all I see is a nigga getting disciplined after just punking out like that. Keithy D called him a name in the video when he talks about him. Said okay. that nigga punked out. That, you know, so that, you show that's animosity right there. Okay. Orlando apparently didn't. Have no hard feelings towards well, Big Drake. I don't think Atlanta they were boys. Speaking too much on it, he was with it. He wasn't yeah. putting it out there like that. But after after the fact, now the story is told by KBD, right? Yeah. So now so, people would say, let me just cut right there. People would say because they, some people would say because Orlando was dead. That's why he's saying that because they don't know Big Drake was dead too. But you know the new there narrative that people want to put out. Because all these people don't want to educate and read. They just want to comment. We'll say, because the only one was alive, I mean, was dead, was O.A. O.A. was dead. And my boy, uh, Big Dre was dead. Okay. When Keefe gave that statement. So I'm just saying why people would say that Keefe said it was O.A. And not, and not Big Dre. I mean, um, you, you. and then they go with Qaddafi's statement. Because... At night, dark, with gunshots fired, he saw a big black on. And then, of course, he was making fun of big punk. What do you call him? A fuck, a buster, or you know, Qaddafi man. That's his boy that just got killed. And you know, of course, he gonna diss him as best as he can. Okay. Yeah, but shit, every arm look black. John arm look black coming out <laughs> out of a window at, in the, at night. Guys, I think I think people really want to hear when those accusations come up. How do you feel about? Gene Deal and whomever would say Reggie is the reason why, Reggie is the cause why, Reggie did this, Reggie did that. That's what the question is. I mean, you feel fucked up behind that because that is like pretty much calling me. It hurts about Tupac. Okay. People get mad. He said the reason why he don't like me anymore because Real did a three-way call and, and you know, and had, and had him on the phone and didn't tell me if Real did that, that was some whole shit. But whatever. He he said and real heard me say, uh, fuck Biggie, they should have done that. I used to say that. I I did feel that way. I couldn't stand it when you Yeah. Said. I, I, I did say that. Now, I also backtracked recently in the last about what five years, John Ben seen, I watched an interview with Biggie's mama. Right? And she said Cause I didn't know Biggie, I didn't know shit from Biggie Brothers music, right? right. Just like most of y'all, you know? And I heard his mama talking about, not just the, the incidents, it's about Biggie as a person. Right. How she was on the phone with him and they were arguing and, 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 and she kept telling him to hang up and he wouldn't hang up. And she was so mad at him that she, <laughs> she just laid the phone down cause she didn't want to hang up on her son either, right? Right, right. And she comes back an hour later, and he's still sitting on the phone. A nigga like that, I have to like. I have to say, okay, that ain't a bad nigga. The average game, the average thug, the average man 
clings to his mama. Every time we had an issue or got into an issue, every time I've been shot, it's mama. You know what I'm saying? When a nigga first go to jail, that first phone call is mama. So, you know, I feel him. George Floyd, uh, uh, Tyrese. Tyrese, everybody all out for their mamas. And people out there think it's, oh, that weenie ass. No, niggas just love their mama. They got that special bond with mama. Yeah. And there's a lot of cats that listen to this know exactly what we're talking about. So, you know. People understand. That's when I fell in love with I not fell in love with Was okay. that when you changed? That's when I changed that tune. Correct. Okay. And so he's holding that statement against me, according to him, which is bullcrap, because he and I didn't have talking since then, since that statement. I done been on a three-way call where I was connecting people when I was, I connected him on the phone with Keepy D. You know, when I was trying to clean up and talk and, and get Keepy D to do shows and stuff like that, I was like, I don't want you to do no show with me, but you and Gene go talk. I got the bit I got a tape phone call for conversation with those niggas where they were talking for. They ended up 45 minutes to 50 minutes. I was on my way in the barbershop. And I was like, niggas, I got to go. Y'all niggas exchange numbers. Y'all talk. And so I'm just saying that to say, <clears throat> so he just making that statement and saying that's why he's mad. If he was mad, he wouldn't have been on it. He wouldn't have been in business about to do a documentary with me until he asked for a crazy amount of money and I and messed up that deal. What are we talking about now? Gene. Okay. I'm just trying to say, he's saying that he started having a dislike for me when he heard me say F Biggie. And I'm saying, prior to me saying that- But that's that, a true fact. I said that. Okay. I felt shit. I done said that on live streams. Right. I done said right. that many times. But I came back and said, you know what? I regret that. Yeah, sometimes after that, the damage is done. And yeah. he's just saying that because people getting on it. Okay, whatever. Right. Who cares how, who knows where somebody's heart really is? Right. Who cares whether it is or not? Well, why you kept fucking with me after that when you thought some money was on the table and all of this if you felt that way? When I said it, don't fuck with me after that. Once you say something about me or whatever, I'm going to let you know how I feel. If I continue right. to keep fucking right. with you, I'll fuck with you or I don't. That's all I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't have conversations with Gene, man. And my honest opinion, he a cool dude. Um, I say that. Now, some of the things that he has discussed and said with me, it kind of like, it, it lines up with his theory, the way he feel about the situation. Because the story he talking about the Biggie or the Tupac On the Biggie. Yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. He was there. So he can pretty much say it how he how he's seen it. I don't critique. That's my whole thing is, how can you critique the Tupac thing, and know so much about the Tupac thing, that's like me critiquing or saying something about the Biggie thing. But what I, I wasn't there. You got to understand, Reg, every situation got to have a fall guy. Yeah. Somebody got to take the blame. So if if Reggie write that, that one, which you don't know all the stories that they said about Reggie, you know what I'm saying? How Reggie did whoop the whoop and Reggie was the right hand man for sure. So the assumption is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't be I, I mad. With it. I wouldn't be mad. I, but Reggie is Reggie. Don't and Reggie go, attack. Don't one day say this and then the next day come up and say this. Stand on one thing. You can't switch swap. What, what, what type of dude do you when you change the story? 
You know, some new evidence or something come up. Red, you just said you changed your story, homeboy. Oh, how I feel. Yeah, about, I about Biggie. But he's felt that way, came up that way, and now he's back on that way. I don't want to know what what's what's the truth. Right. What's the truth? Do you believe it was Reggie? David Kenner? Little half did. Well, I mean, well, there's so many bullshit stories There's a lot of there. people on the outside looking in. David Kenner did not get down like that whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, he was there because Jimmy didn't, Shug didn't want, Jimmy didn't want Shug to be on death row. If Jimmy didn't want Shug on death row, he would have not gave the budget for any of Tupac stuff to come out or he would have made something happen. Right. You know, now they're trying to say somebody, because they heard Nate Dogg got $200,000 paid on child support, which he appeared on a lot of his songs. And so that's why it was built to that, to his budget, because he, he appeared on about four songs for Tupac. And that's how it was paid. Nate Dogg didn't have an album. So the, that's how books was done. Right. You, you know, you do something Ready. from here. Go ahead. That's just Let me ask something. Um, and I, I never thought about this until recently. Is it possible that that money was billed uh, to Nate Dogg's child support because maybe his wages were garnished or no? That as well. I'm just saying that that was a way for Death Row to give him that type of money. If you ain't got an album out, how you going to generate $200,000 unless they didn't charge for side appearances, appearing in videos and all of that? I mean, that's the one thing I always say should mess up at, messed up on. The royalty department. He didn't actually show niggas what they were supposed to do or, you know, he would just give you money. Right. He would put a Band-Aid on a situation. Hey, shit, I need, okay. Hey, shit, I need. <laughs> I'd have been, been cold as a motherfucker with the money. Yeah, he was just, it wasn't that he was doing that. He just didn't know it. He didn't have it. But if everybody really sat down and, 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 and analyzed and, and figured out all the monies that they were given versus what they would have earned, everybody's unrecouped. All the orders at that time. I'm not saying now, currently, but at that time, because they got a new way of generating money. And that was the download stuff. It wasn't like that from the beginning. What's that? Snoop them wouldn't get money at the beginning. Nobody, they hadn't did nothing at the beginning. We, we ain't getting no money right now for, for this shit, because we got a bill to get there. Uh, we gotta build. Everybody don't get money up front. I'm not comparing apples, but I'm just saying when the the chronic came out, it was a while before Snoop them seen a dollar. I remember on Snoop's birthday, Snoop bought him a car. Snoop gave the car to his mama, and uh, you know he had the apartment where where when the chronic like, came out, he got a car. When the that, that's the first time she touched the money, other than. The Harry O alleged money, or maybe the, uh, what's that boy, Vanilla Ice alleged money and all that. You don't get, they, they didn't, they took the chronic finish to Interscope. They took, they took that, they took that record and said, here, put this out for us. That's what people don't get. Okay. People, yeah. The only money that they had probably generated at that time was Deep Cover. Deep Cover will get you $100,000 probably back then. Studio time, videos, and all of that. Everybody was starting over, dog. Everybody was starting over. Bob first. We'll come back with y'all in another episode. It's okay.
Um, okay. So, uh, I don't know how, how long we'll continue to talk about this, but I just want to see, and because people are going to ask in the comments if there's been any sort of um, interaction between Norm and James. And then, obviously, um, I don't know if you saw this, Reggie. Somebody said it during a live stream, so I went back and listened to it. And they were accurate where um, on the last episode they referred to, I don't know who they were talking about, but they referred to um, somebody as Mr. Potato Head. Uh, uh, Norm did. Norm said that. Um, which, in the context, was I don't want to talk about Mr. Potato Head because all that does is help their views. Oh, he talking about James. <laughs> no, he talking about me. <laughs> well, I'll answer that part, the, the Mr. Potato Head, and I'll let James address, you know, whether he's been contacted or, or what he's been doing. Um, I mean, goddamn. Okay. Norman Steele, of all people, want to start name-calling? That's easy to do. That's, that's what we do. I do that, too, so I can't get mad. I mean... If I really look like Mr. Potato Head, go ask your woman. Go ask your mama if you're too young. How that nigga right there look. Ask him. Look at him. Look at that good shot. Just say that nigga look. Bet you 90% of your mamas or sisters or daughters or, 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 or women. They just laugh. They ain't going to tell you. But they'll get with this nigga. If I could, I ain't never had a problem with that. And then put up a picture of him. I said, would you get with this ashy, knuckle, dirty, mixed max wear, Herman the Monster looking motherfucker and see what they say about him. Enough said on that. That's all I'm going to say. And it's the comment as far as helping them get views, nigga, please. <laughs> nigga, please. Just look at your YouTube channel numbers, though. Look at them. Look at them, dog. All right. I ain't going to say nothing else on that. Okay. Me and Norm haven't talked. I don't wish to talk to him. Um, you know, I've had a couple of people call me, say he contacted them, talking to them, trying to change the narrative of our situation. Our situation is the nigga just stopped talking, and he just won't the Gangster Chronicles for himself. Which I said many times, man, Gangster Chronicles don't define me. You can have that shit. I don't give a fuck. But you're not taking it from me. You're not taking it from me. I don't care who designed the name, came up with the name. I don't give a fuck what colors y'all put into Gangster Chronicles. I, I wouldn't worry about none of that. That, that. that was not one of my worries. Um, other than that, man, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and call that dude names, you know. At one point, I was looking for a phone call. Now, I'm gonna let everything else do it, you know, do it for itself, and we'll see what what happens. Other than that, I ain't got no ill will. I don't. Well, rewind. Uh, I've learned the lesson dealing with Norman Steele, you know. They come in all different packages, man. You know, we, we choose to befriend people and you think that people have you in their best interest, which I thought 
you know, not knowing this business. I mean, I didn't know him from shit until Reggie called me with him on the phone. And at times I regret the fact that Reggie ever made that phone call with me. But Gangster Chronicles helped me big time, especially with my grandson. You know what I'm saying? And to to do some of the things I did with my grandson, you know, we we just it's just me and him. And other than that, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. And the reason why he's probably upset, and because he's getting the letters. I'm telling y'all, I saw it. John saw it, and other people out there have saw it. James does have a agreement with him as 50-50 partnership with everything in Gangster Chronicles. I know y'all just look at the name Gangster Chronicles and believe that it's just a name. If I could start a new name, y'all don't understand the value of of that. That's just like with McDonald's. The guy that has ownership at McDonald's, you just don't walk away and say, oh, well, you can have the name. Yeah, you may have the name, but look at all those stores and all of those, all of that money that's been generated out there because of that brand. It has to be compensated. Not only that, from day one, I never missed, I was never five minutes late. From day one, wherever we taped, I, I got in my car and went. Got there. And the first, it wasn't no money, it wasn't no nothing. Yeah. From day one, I said, everybody that worked with Gangster Chronicles get paid. Not no, he over there, we ain't gonna worry about him. Everybody gets some money. Let's split it five ways, however we do it. From day one, I stayed down with, oh boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had him. You know what I'm saying? I didn't let him down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was there. So to to turn your back on me and just walk away with no conversation, no nothing. Yeah. Man, you got me. Yeah. Anyway. And then and then just to you know, because I read comments, and so I know a lot of y'all thinking, well, because of the the allegations that James is like, that's not none of y'all business. We'll deal with that. I'm gonna deal with that. The allegations that's out there regarding uh, LG, uh, why, if that's why he's trying to say that hurted the brand a year and a half later, a year and a half later, you're going to make that decision right when it's time to be paid for the third season. That's what it sounds like. That's all it's about. That's, that's what it sounds about. about. And so that's just a cop out. That's a bullshit. But even if that though, Reg, even if he wanted to walk away from that situation, I'd have been cool a year and a half ago. When that shit first came out, James, I don't want to fuck with you. I don't, you know, deal with rats. I don't deal with niggas snitching. I don't deal. Well, you know that ain't true because he admitted in the interview that he had heard something rumblings about it, but he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. This is before. This is I'll be honest. He and he talked about it. He said, Reggie, I told him, I said, I ain't never heard it. I don't know what you're talking about. I said, but I have heard it before. He said, Reggie, I'm not getting in no car to do no drive-bys or, or, or go rob nothing with James. So what the fuck I care anyway? But now he want to change up. Our, past, our podcast is solely with, with, with Black Effect. Whole different listeners, whole different everything. If we was on some gangster shit, then... Gangster Chronicles would have been done a long time ago. And one thing I do regret is is just being as humble as I was. With 
Yeah, with him. So if I if I'd have known this, my honest opinion, I'd have been Mom James Suge Knight all over again. <laughs> I swear to God, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been as 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 humble and cordial as I was with this brother. So you know, it's 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 it it did bother me at one point, but but the way I am now and the way I feel, man, I'm not gonna let nobody, no no man, no woman interfere with where I'm at today. I have I have fought with my demons about it. I have sat back. I have talked to Lee, Stan, everybody, and everybody say the same thing. Lionel, you're in a better place. Yeah. Don't go back. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's and it's and it's and they right, yeah. man. I'm not changing up for nobody. So, like I said, Gangs Chronicles don't define me. Yeah. Uh, there's other ways, other methods, and, and I'm going to get it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm cool. And trust me, James already knew what he was dealing with. Because James seen that nigga down there piss on himself. I Man, I don't Dan mean that shit. Piss on himself. I don't know. BJ? That. Tell him about it, BJ. Did you check the nigga and see if he had pissed on himself after that encounter, BJ? I don't remember that. Stop lying. I thought you keep it 100. Huh? Peace, Bob, first. Um, Reggie, we did a live stream uh, about two nights ago. And in that live stream, you kind of mentioned that you had heard that Keefe D um, may be coming out to do another interview and that he may be talking about you and James and uh, family members or something like that. Can you elaborate a little bit on on what you know or what you've heard? Well, uh I'm, I'm not, I don't have no firsthand knowledge that he's gonna be talking about uh, family members or anything. I just know Keepy. <laughs> that's Keepy. That's his whole get down of being funny and stuff like that. And I'm sure he's been told that he's definitely gonna be talking about no, you know, all the stuff that he already done talked about and wrote in his book, you know, about the Tupac stuff. Um, and I don't blame him. If I was him, I wouldn't want to rehash that, that that either. If I was in his position, and so. Uh, I think I was jokingly saying that's the only thing he can talk about it, but I don't blame him for doing it because of the amount of money that that these uh, YouTube channels and and social media pays now for people to come. And so if you need some money, you go and sit out for two hours and, and make it happen. So I, I, I get it. Um, but, I mean, you know, y'all done heard the accusations that the nigga done made, which is ludicrous to me and anybody that that knows the allegations or, or know my wife or my family members or anything, they know how funny that is. But, hey, I mean, I, that's the art of war. He was supposed to do that, don't say some shit like that, because I talked about his wife uh, first. And, um, you know, I put that out there in the universe first, attacking him. Not that I attacked her, I was attacking him, but she was a casualty of that. And, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, but that's that's where I get it twisted. Because if you were attacking a man, why go after his family? You know, I, I see it and I hear it. What the fuck do the family? What the, what do the kids got to do with it? That hurts you. You know what I'm if saying? If I say your mama, James, if I say once I say nigga, f you and f your mama, I'm not talking about you. You yeah. know I would never. But those are words. Those are trigger words. 
That's no coming back. That's no more we can't set across from the table from each other. That's like what niggas say, on Pyro, on that. You know how that, that poster really mean? <laughs> that poster means something. Well, you say that shit in prison and, and, and you don't follow up with, with your actions. On Pyro. Those are twigger words. On Pyro has been taken so far in content yeah. today with using that, that term. Um, back in the days, that used to be serious. Um, now, you know, on Pyro, just and they don't just say they don't. It's just like on the hood, yeah. Uh, on on the dead homies, some you know, it's just a a, a way of speaking now. It's, it really don't have no meaning, meaning to it no more. Yeah, you know, so very different. Yeah, um, you know, I don't I don't worry about what nobody say, especially about me. I ain't gonna react, feel no kind of way, because it don't bother me what KVD or nobody else say. So I know self. And if it ain't, let's have a meeting and sit down and let's whoop whoop and we fight in this motherfucking meeting or do whatever, gunplay, whatever, don't invite me. Yeah. I don't wanna sit down and have coffee and donuts and talk to you on no motherfucking uh uh about my kids, my wife, none of that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Whenever I say that to somebody, I'm triggering them. I'll talk about your mama. I'm going to talk about your kids. <laughs> or I'm going to talk about that. That mean, nigga, fuck you. Ain't no coming back. Nigga, what's up? Okay, I know it. When I'm rolling around in my wheelchair or whatever, I better hell, better be on lookout. That's... Hey, y'all see what y'all want? That's rich. That's what that means. Well, I mean, I got too many things going on in my life today that my family, I'm, I'm, this is the first time that I really understand my family. I don't, I don't know so many. Uh, my aunties, I got one auntie left. Uh, still got my uncles, but a lot of friends, uh, you know, uh, my daughter, my daughter is done ran the street, chose not to come home and do the right thing. But, you know, me as a father, I had her back. Come on. I she know. had her own. We had no conversation. You know what I'm saying? Know. And, you know, and, and this will be another story. You know, parents cannot be best friends with their kids. Yeah. And I try my best not to be best friends. I just had this conversation with Lionel because he called me bro, homie. Uh, where you get them words from? You, no. you talk to people though. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what they see on YouTube and all this oh, other yeah. shit. So I had to explain to him, Papa ain't your best friend. Papa ain't your partner. Yeah. I ain't your bro. Yeah. Call me Papa or Grandpa. And like what I was saying with my daughter, you know, her mother chose to befriend her, opposed to be her mother. You know what I'm saying? And you can't do both hanging together. You can't do both getting high together. You can't do both drinking together. And this is where the, the identities clashed. Yeah. You can't be gangster Pam or Pam Yates from Southside 
and you can't be Mocha from Southside, and then we got to see, figure out who the baddest or whatever. You know, you can't do drugs with your kids. You know, and you know, my daughter chose to be in the hood. Now I'm gonna stop there. When she chose that, I understood that getting out of prison because I went to prison and and I wanted to be in the hood. But fortunate for me, here should and kind of like took a, took a lot of that away. Yeah. My daughter didn't want to be at home with me. Own room. She had a jar of motherfucking weed in her room. I made her comfortable where she could be. You ain't got to go do shit. Now, sweetheart, what we going to do? We going to go get a job. And she, I ain't ready to work. Well, where you going to live? Yeah. You got to work. Okay, I'll get application. Then we went from, okay, sweetheart, we need to get you a car. I remember. I know you're telling the truth. I remember yeah. the conversation. Because you ain't driving my car. I remember. She said, okay, let's get a car. I got the pictures of the car she picked in my phone. So I said, okay, let me go down there. When we go down there and get the car, you know the car got to be in my name with my insurance. Oh, no. I don't want no car. What you mean you don't want no car? You ain't finna get a car and put it in your name again <laughs> and be in a standoff with the police and lose the motherfucker. I ain't finna waste my money like that. So, she wasn't ready for me. Okay. You felt you changed. Yeah, she totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ain't ready for pops. Yeah. You know, here we got we got rules, we gotta do certain things. You have two children. Oh, so you got somebody other than Lionel. She has somebody other than Yeah. Lionel. Okay. Yeah. So, she's with, with her, her dad's and his mom. Okay. Let's go get Amaya. You bring a mother here and you spend time with your kids. You home. Can I get some money? I give her some money. She in the hood. So it wasn't nothing I could do. I can only be your father. I'm not finna go chase after you. You're a grown ass woman with two children. If you don't see, fuck all that. And, and I did it in prison too. Oh, when I come home, I'm gonna be like this. Oh, I'm going to church as soon as I get out. Soon as they get out, I don't see nothing. I might as well burn the letters that I wrote. Yeah. You know, it ain't nothing but penitentiary propaganda. Yeah. So I'm already knowing. So I understand her. I understand her. But her mama mentality is totally different from mine. Her mama just did eight and something. Oh, okay. In prison. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When when Pam did the she had, she did seven off a of nine or something like that. I had my daughter the whole time. Her mother didn't want to give her to me. And I told her, I'm her father. You don't have to take care of her. And Talia lived with me the time Pam came home. And when Pam came home on that bed, I told Pam, you got to give me a year before I let her come back to you. So Pam went to start going to church. She got married. She went, she started driving trucks with her husband. Okay. So I'm like, okay, now me, Thailand, and Pam sat down. You want to go back and live with your mom, your grandma? She said, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, I want to go back. And how old is she? Thailand is 28, 29. That's your daughter. That's my daughter. I was thinking you were talking about your granddaughter. Well, go ahead. No, no. So I allowed Thailand to go back 
and live with her mother. You allow a 28 year old? <laughs> no, kidding. she wasn't 28 when she got out of prison. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm just saying, yeah. from this to that, you know, I never befriend my kids. Okay. I've always tried to be their father. I'm not your homeboy. Yeah. We ain't finna kick it like that. I'm not finna get high with you. I'm not finna have a drink with you like that. We're not finna. It, I just couldn't interact the way Pam and Talene is interacting. And that continued, you said? Yeah, when, when Talene came home and went to the hood, she went back to the South. And it was about a year ago or? No, she got out last year of January, of uh, March. Okay. And then from being with me and seeing, uh, she said, Dad, well, what if I had company? No, we ain't having yeah, no. We ain't yeah. banging up in him. Yeah. Oh, you talking about this girlfriend? She ain't talking about dudes. I don't know who she talking about. Okay. She wanna have company. Okay. We're not finna we're not finna entertain that. Okay. This ain't a place for that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she probably felt like, oh no, I need to do me. So And plus we got that red and blue mentality, even though you can care less about either one. I don't have nothing in my yeah. house that I'm talking even Insinuate that yeah. this nigga's a gang member. Yo, you, James. Everybody know you as Mob James. Thailand Daddy is 60 fucking years old. That nigga ain't no gangbanger. Okay. He an old ass man. Just like these little cats be saying on the phone. Oh, nigga, your day's over. You old. You goddamn right. And I don't plan on going back. But. <laughs> Hope you make it there. Right. So, my whole, my whole get down was, all right, gonna do you. Find you. The only thing that I was really worried about was this C right here. Lionel, that's all I'm worried about. Yeah. You do you. I'm going to take care of this here. I got this. Okay. So that was that was my job right there. So, you know, you want to get out and we all go out and make mistakes again. So her and her mama got into it one day from, from I heard through conversation. And we talking, what, five months, six months? No, we talking about... Maybe four months, three months ago. Okay. Um, I started getting phone calls. Talene and Pam got into it. Uh, apparently, Talene stabbed her mom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, what? Oh, so she's back in jail then. Yeah. I didn't want to say, she didn't go right to jail. I didn't want to say that's what Pam should have got. No. No, I didn't want to say that. But I, I told her. You understood, Pam, though. I understood exactly what's happening. They they both classed. So, but but y'all out here doing drugs together. Y'all out here on on some bullshit in the stoves together. Yeah. You don't. It's it's too many people out here committing crimes with their kids, murder, robbery, yeah. uh, 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 shoplifting, all kind of shit. Come on, man. You don't want to do this with your kids. That's a no no. So this is what. Pam is hanging with her daughter. And it happened on ever levels at all. Yeah, it do. I mean, look at the John Moran. I mean, we'll talk about that later. That situation with his dad. Right. We'll talk, we'll get into that later. But it's, yeah. it's just, so, you know, with, with that whole thing. I Me with my dad. <laughs> no. I couldn't let it disturb yeah. my household yeah. or disturb him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been there from day one. When... His dad is doing 17. And he seen him once when he came to the house in Compton. Nigga, you his daddy. All you, you ain't gotta bring him shit. Yeah. Just come see him. The only important thing is 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 loving your son, letting him know who do woo woo. Okay. 
comes in. Comes in. Yeah. He left the house and, and when he committed a robbery to go buy him some toys. Oh, I just, really? Yeah, and then I told him no. So when he went to jail, he got his time and uh I went and got line on the phone. Yeah. And I told his dad, Moms, he go the number. If he ever want to talk to his son, because that's important, he got a phone. So his dad was calling him on a regular. Yeah. On a regular. And I paid that phone bill so he can have that contact with his his dad, his sister, and whomever. Yeah. Now, now my baby back in jail. So I know Pam ain't finna go to court. Okay. Pam said she ain't gonna go to court, whatever. Yeah. But the state if the state pick it up, she she might get a few years. If not, she just gonna get the violation. Hopefully she get the violation. And I'm not saying fuck my daughter, because when my daughter come home and she gonna say, Dad, I got it, come on. In my experience, I learned sometimes it's a better place for them to be out there than to be out there while no. out. You would think all the conversations I have with my daughter on, on, on dudes and everything else, that she would listen. But what I found out is, you know, and I got two sons that's college kids. My daughter is just that gangster, yeah. you know? And, you know, all the conversations I had with her, Talene used to sit in the Cadillac with me and roll through yeah. the hood, just, and she used to just sit there and be chilling. Yeah. So she know. She know. And I'm telling her, you don't want no nigga like your daddy. Yeah. You don't want no niggas like your uncles. But maybe that's what she idolized. Maybe that's why she wanted that. Because she liked that. Because you were her first love. You were really her first male love. And um, I have a daughter. Well, somewhere so, some, somewhere down the line, right? I, 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 I believe... And and as a parent, all of us should say when I when all fell, I was wrong somewhere. Yeah. I didn't do something right. So I take that responsibility. Yeah. Can't nobody take that from me. Yeah. Can't nobody tell me how or what level of love I have for my daughter. I love my daughter one hundred. Exactly. One hundred. Yeah. I will kill for my daughter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just want her to be right. Now, if you don't want to be right, I'm going to take the pacifier, clip your wings, go on and do what you feel you're going to do if you think you know it. And that's all it is. So I'm just waiting for her to uh, pop back out or say what she got, her little time or whatever. You know, I didn't go to company looking for Pam and whoop the whoop. I'm, I'm just... Have she reached out to you, your daughter? No, I got a new phone number. She 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 probably reached out to my sister because I never said that. I've been mad at her for the last month or two. So, um, you know, but if she do, you know, she always got a second chance, but you, you just got to be right. So now my conversation, you see where that got you? Instead of my way, instead of getting you a job, getting off the road, and then going, bam, I'm telling you something that I didn't do when I came home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for sure, I'd have went back straight to the hood. That's, that's what we know. And she's 28, so she's still got time. Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, pretty God. Mess her up for life. Yeah. Bob first, come back. 
with another episode tomorrow. Okay, John. Okay. Um, I know we usually don't like to talk uh, religion or politics on here, but uh, some news came out today that Donald Trump says that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday. <clears throat> Do I, you guys have any, any comments on that? Expect? Shit. His secret service agents are told him, nigga. They come to get us Tuesday. I mean, y'all don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's funny for him to say that. But uh, he know it. If he says something like that, he knows it's going down either Tuesday or Wednesday because, man, they got to protect court buildings. They got to protect Trump Plaza. New York PD going to be making some extra money this week. So they've been arrested. Yeah, he be in and out. I mean, okay, it's okay. such a bullshit. I hate that politicians and politics go like this. They're going to arrest him for... Uh, he allegedly gave a bitch $130,000, 120000 I forget the amount. The, the shut up, be quiet. Stormy Daniels, to say we wasn't fucking. And so, I mean, I hate, you know, you go and embarrass a sitting president. I mean, I, I'm not no Republican, <laughs> and I'm sure. They embarrass you. I'm sure not no Donald Trump fan at all. Okay. Um, but $120,000. Because you didn't pay taxes on it to a president. That's a little extreme for me. Um, you know, but they about to get, they're going to eventually get him. Joe Biden better definitely win because if not, his son will be picked up in 2025. Who's son? Uh, 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 Donald Trump? No, Biden's. Because they investigated his son for getting $3 million uh, from a China company. Well, and so they playing this politics, this BS. But but it's still all about money, man. Money is the root of all evil, and and not only politicians, bottom cut, low cut ass motherfuckers do it too. Everybody about the money, the music music business, and everybody is about money. They will cut you out to get the bigger, get a bigger piece of the pie instead of being straight business. Yeah, bullshit. So. They lock him up, man. Uh, he ain't gonna be able to run for president, right? Well, that's the get down. They want. They don't they want, don't him, want to. him to run. And most of the Republicans don't want him. To run. But he got a fight, a fan base. You know, all the motherfuckers riding around with the trucks and yeah. the flag hanging out yeah. and all of that, and all these little broke motherfuckers in the South. Yeah. No, you know, he got that that fan base. I don't him. think he would win if he was able to. He run. got a fan base. I don't give a fuck. Um, and so they don't want that to happen. Mainly the Republicans that are. You know, that are not, not bad people. You know, that just wanted, want, want politics, politics to go back to normal politics. John, John Trump uh, fan base, even the people that follow him in politics, they are just different people. And um, I don't give a fuck about who the president is. To me, it don't seem like that affect us. It, it, in, in, in no kind of way. I think we need to keep voting and voting what's happening in our community. I just don't want to see a January 6th again. I don't want to. That January 6th shit, that's. He bad. ain't went to jail for that. Yeah, I know. But that's what he's calling for. And I hope we don't wake up on March the 21st, March 22nd. Or didn't wake up. I don't know when John going to put this episode out. Or didn't wake up. 
and we had another repeat of, of January the 6th. Uh, luckily, oh, okay. I didn't see it. I was laying up. I was, I was asleep, y'all. <laughs> I was laying up on a ventilator. But I woke up and heard about it. But uh, I just I just believe he's... You know, Putin is also wanted. <laughs> he's wanted by the international law. They know that she'll want for him. Uh, but um, I hope, man, what days are we living in? That's that's an E.D. You're living bullshit. in the days of revelations. Yeah. Days of revelation. Anybody got a Bible, call the way to the back and look. Yeah. Read it. Revelations is a scary part of the Bible for those of y'all don't know. Yeah. Revelations are having freaked out. Yeah. For people that read the Bible and know anything about the Bible, the Revelation, the book of Revelations is. Whew. But um Yeah, we heard about it, John. Um I just hope everybody be smart. Don't mess up your lives uh behind another man out there. <laughs> Running around, acting a fool. Man, I'm sure there's a lot of people sitting in federal prisons right now wishing they wouldn't have made the decision that they did on January the 6th. But don't do this in March, y'all. But yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's that's an interesting topic. I mean, like, that's deep. But it's about time to me. It is, but the only unfortunate thing about it, they're going to do some tit for tat. They're going to do that tit for tat now. You After they do that, then the Democrats going to go up to somebody, a family member or somebody in, in their family. But they've been doing it. We ain't heard of none of these motherfuckers going to jail or prison. Well, they going to jail because they put themselves out there in the open like that. Dang, $120,000? That ain't shit. $120,000. That's my point. That's all he did was gave a bitch $120,000. But what did he gave it to her to shut her fucking mouth. Well, that's what his, her attorney says. Okay. It's that more shit than that nigga that did. That ain't against love? Huh? It's tax evasion. Okay, well, you should go to jail for it. <laughs> did I go to jail for it? If, if I tamper with the jury and get them try to pay them off, I'm going to jail. What's the difference? Who different? <laughs> You want a bare sitting president like that? Well, well he's not a sitting president, shit. but a uh, Donald Trump has embarrassed himself many a time. I agree. But then, on the other hand, Donald Trump had just showed America what what the shit really is. He's straight gangster for real. <laughs> well, that's why I used to like Bush. And I done named two presidents. No, Bush ain't had nothing. I like because Bush did what he said he gonna do. Bush did some shit that I would have did. So okay. You you put a threat on my daddy? You threaten my daddy? When I get in office, I'm gonna create a reason to go invade your country, kill you, your sons, and everybody else. And he went and got uh, Hassan, what is it? Uh, Hassan Hussein? Mm-hmm. He had he had Cora uh, Powell go up there and tell that lie before everybody to get permission to go and. Uh, uh, what's the name of that country? Uh, when well, they made it a better Iraq. place. Uh, Iraq? Was it Iraq? Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just funny. But Bush, Bush was a fool. Bush was a drunk. <laughs> I remember Bush used to be fucked up. The, the Republicans were a motherfucker. But, yeah. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> James, you you usually talk about how um, you know in in business and in friendship you you, you kind of got burned in, uh, in the neighborhood and then you moved on to the motorcycle gang and things didn't work out there. But for people that don't know, like myself, can you tell us the story about how you got into the the motorcycle um, club and 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 how all that went down? Yeah. Um, I was supposed to be in the motorcycle club at 18 and was able to walk away and just, you know, my pops was a rising sun and my, my, my other daddy was a chosen few. So I've always been going back and forth to different, both of those clubs. So, you know, but I was gangbanging at the time. I wasn't finna ride no motorcycle and be all that shit, I didn't see it. But I used to ride the bikes, and uh, I think this was 05, 04, I started going hanging up at Chosen Few with my pops too sweet. He was a member of Chosen Few for 34 years. Too sweet. Yeah, so just hanging out there and just seeing how, you know, those guys were you know, it was Bloods and Crips there and how they were like brothers. So I looked at the brotherhood and how Pops and them did their thing, went on the camping trips. So I, 06, I said, fuck it. Let me get a motorcycle. So my girl at the time, Terry, was like, fuck it, let's get a motorcycle. So I was on the 108th and Broadway in LA. Went and bought a brand new uh, 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 Road King, and I was kicking it. But I'm living in Vegas, so what I did was went to the chapter in Vegas that they had in Vegas, which was only three members. Our president, G-Man, was, you know, pretty much laid back. They made changes. I became the president. Now we went from three, four to 15, 16 members. And it was, it was, it was real cool. When I became president, you know, my job, I, I made sure all my people was good. Uh, we got some girls, LOTCs. At the most we had is 16, 15 girls. Uh, my, my, uh, Wife at the time, she was LOTC. I met her through the club, and it was just on the cracking. So I dedicated everything to the motorcycle set, to to ride my bike and get my brothers to ride their motorcycles and go to different places. With that, you know, I I I done seen some some places I've never never been to, St. Louis. Uh, I've been to Denver, um, Washington. I've, I've been all over the fucking place and dealing with different people. So <clears throat> the motorcycle life became my life, my life. And I brought that somewhat gangbanging mentality to it or just I brought my James and, and my standards, my rules to it and ran Las Vegas and we was good. When the politic bullshit came in, 
You know, some of my guys didn't want to ride no motorcycle. That's when I decided that before I hurt one of you motherfuckers, let me quit. So I stepped down as president and walked away and just decided to do my own thing. Yeah. What's the difference? The difference between what? In your, your opinion. The loyalty or, or what, what oh, did you like? Oh, definitely. Game banging and motorcycle club. No, well, the, 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 the thing about it is you got, you got bloods and crips in there. Okay. You got crips from all different neighborhoods in there. You got bloods from everywhere in there. And we didn't look at that. We yeah, didn't look at people too, right? Huh? Yeah. And man, you got doctors. Yeah. You got lawyers. Man, we had, we got cats in the club that's, that's carpenters. I mean, you didn't have to go out and get shit done. If you wanted your patio uh, fixed up or wanted a patio, whatever. My brother knew. Your club brother's coming over there drinking beer and sitting there shooting shit, doing it. Laying your floor. Uh, just doing towel. Remodeling your bathroom. So it has, it had its perks, but I mean, the loyalty was a motherfucker. If the Lord, if we, I still got some my ride or die brothers right now in the day that I don't give a fuck. If it's four or five in the morning, they coming. You know what I'm saying, man? I need you here. All right, I'm on my way. And they don't have to say shit. Which one do you consider more loyal, the motorcycle guys or the, uh, or the, uh, or your gang members? The and you got to remember, I, and I, I know there was an age difference. Well, and I know that comes a lot with more loyal. Not, not even that, because a lot of cats get out of prison and come straight to the bike set. And the transition from being a gang member to a biker, you know, some of them get caught. Oh, cuz, nigga, I'm cuz, nigga. Nigga, blood, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. When I first came to the club, I had one incident like that. And I just couldn't take it no more. Y'all already know where I'm from. Don't do that. Yeah. And they just kept banging. And nigga, fuck you. And me and my nigga Wacky, he was one of our, one of my brothers. And he called another brother something I didn't like. Nigga, we brothers, nigga, we don't do that, especially over no females, no nothing. We just ain't what we doing. And he continued. So I fired on him for doing it. You know what I'm saying? And he fired back on me. Yeah. So this one I know I was getting tired and old and shit, just getting tired. We're a little rusty. And when he locked on to me, I made sure he didn't let go and try to swing on me so I'm protecting myself. And we we hit the couch in the in, on the yard and my lips, I was I was out of wind, everything tired. So I'm breathing out my mouth and my nose and my lips was dry. He was asking for some water. So I told uh, one of my club brothers, Watusi, give me some water. Because nigga throat was dry, everything. I was tired as a motherfucker. Yeah. But I I had my days with some of the club brothers. One of my club brothers called me a bitch. I picked him up and threw him to the door. And watch him out. One of my club brothers was treating my prospects fucked up. Don't do that. Yeah. I got this. And uh, he pulled a knife on me. And I told him, you pull a knife, you bring, don't bring that knife to a gunfight. Because <laughs> on the bike set, I carried two pistols, one on the hip and one in my bag. Okay. 
wherever I went. And uh, we at the Colorado River, and he pulled the knife again. And I, when he pulled the knife and came to me, I took two. And he down. And I, just because he pulled the knife, I stood over him and, and punched him because he was knocked out. Yeah. So I, I hit him. And my boy, uh, Habrey said, I told you motherfuckers. But I mean, you know, the motorcycle set got his purse. The motorcycle set is different with the loyalty thing because you have older guys that have been there a long time. And all the guys that come in as prospects, they get to learn and see what this bike shit is. And if it's for you or if it's not. Yeah. And, and if you're not for it, you're not going to get your colors. Yeah. So, you know. Do you have all the colors or patch? Colors, cuts, patch, the whole difference is different for everybody. So, loyalty was a motherfucker in there for me. And like I said, it's still there with a lot of, a lot of the brothers. And, and these are all different states. Yeah. Not just California. So and other clubs because I remember I had a situation yeah, with Big Cab too, and uh, and, and yeah. one of those guys intervened. Yeah, and was, so and he was from a different club as well. Wasn't yeah, he? When, when when he came, he was from a different club, but then he joined our club. Oh, he eventually. And when he became a chosen few, uh, I seen the difference. Okay, and then the attack with you, I felt different. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you so, talking about Cass or the Proof? Yeah, oh, Cass. Oh, Cass became a chosen Proof? Huh? He became a chosen Yeah, he was, he was, when he was arguing with going at it with you, he was my club brother. Because I remember the club brother the one and, and he oh, he was a, oh, he was a club brother then. Yeah, so oh. he didn't listen. When I told him to tell him to knock that shit off, and then I had to go through his president Okay. Telling the bam, he at the end of the day, he wound up could never be a chosen few again, and a little of that had something to do with it. Yeah. But yeah, it's way different than being in the hood. Yeah. Way different. You got to trust those cats, especially when you're riding the motorcycles side by side, and you hitting them curves. Some cats didn't make it. I don't say motherfuckers hit the wall. You got to learn how to ride with your brother. We didn't have inc incidents with pistols. It, it's just, it, it ain't a gang, but it's like, damn near a gang. Yeah. But man, that field, 200, 300 motherfuckers on motorcycles riding in, in, on the freeway. Man, that shit, man. Going to a motherfucking, going to a different state and the women is just like, Man, I didn't have motherfuckers pull their car over, pop their trunk, get their helmets, and get on the bike. Females. Yeah. It's 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 real fun. But, you know, when you get these nationals and these watered down ass presidents that that don't know how to handle the title, that don't appreciate the title. They done fucked it up. Gotcha. Fucked it up. So, yep. It's a difference, John. Okay. Um, 
Reggie, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Reggie James, um, the latest developments out of Memphis where, um, you know, the gentleman, um, Gershon Freeman, got in the fight with the cops. Did, did you see that? Did you follow that story? In jail? Yeah. Yeah, I, said, dude, yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it first. Yeah. Um, Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I saw that incident. Um, I, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know where I stand on that. Nigga came out swinging like that. He supposed to get his ass whooped. Yeah, I don't care what y'all and, and for the first time, I'm going to actually agree. And, and, and I agreed to say this. I watched the video. And the video showed him as soon as they opened that cell he to came feed out. him, he came out. I don't know if he had feces in his hand. I don't know if he threw some piss. But that whole I situation. I think it was his church. Well, that whole situation, it was totally on him. Yeah. Now, in the penitentiary, you have the same situation. In the county jail, all you niggas been in the blood module, crib module, y'all would agree. He had his mind made up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he attacked. And he continued to attack. It was funny, and, and I say this because when they applied the mace, they couldn't take it. They didn't even want to touch him. They was, so when, when you could tell they had too much mace, they sprayed it. And they was all fucked up. They was like, worse than him. It seemed like it didn't phase him. And he continued to walk, and then he grabbed the guard leg. Now, he was very threatening. Yeah. Now, they could have did him way worse than I, I, I said he or got. you saw. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, the cameras don't lie, bro. I don't know. I'm saying that you saw in the past they, they, they did. That like, I've seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have, he could have really like, they could have really been worse than what it was. Yeah. So, I, I can't say nothing about it because what he did, Created that situation. It's totally different from yeah. all the other situations that I've seen. Totally different. Okay. So Let me, I can't blame you on that one. You know, I'm like us, Stephen A. Smith. I really don't have an opinion either way on anything. I just take the opposite because I like to be, we bomb first and they first take, right? I'm going to take the other side there. He has psychological uh, issues, they said. Okay. That's what the family coming out with now. Okay. And they said the reason why he's butt naked is why? Because he's on suicidal. He's in like a special unit that where's people that have issues going on and that they suicidal. So in law enforcement, if you know this dude is crazy and suicidal, why did you approach like that with just two people to give him food? If, if he's in a, a war like that where you done took his clothes from him, got him butt naked, and doing him like it did him, you know, and it had to come to that. There's better ways that you can slide that tray to him and all of that. And that's, so what, that's what I thought they had the lid for in the doors. Exactly. But they yeah. opened the cage yeah. where he rushed it. Yeah. So that's exactly you making my point. Right. If you know you got a person that has that apparently not too wrapped too tight or whatever, y'all took his clothes from me. Now I know. Most niggas, when they go to jail, you you play the dumb card or you really do go crazy. My opinion. And that could have been a reason why he acted like that. If he had mental issues, he couldn't stand being in the cell. Yeah. 
Everybody know what I'm talking about. Most cats start talking to themselves exactly. in the hole. Yeah. Uh, most people just can't be confined like that. Yeah. So maybe he reacted from that. It could have been all different kind of yeah. things. But you're more dangerous suicidal than you are sane. Correct. And what I saw in the video, he could have been, it could have been worse. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, and I know all police officers, everyone that I've ever talked to or had us on the car say, I'm protecting myself. I just want to go home at the end of oh, my shift. That's what they teach you. Go home at the end of the shift. So be able to say you going home. Even that, like the women, they weren't prepared for that oh, shit. She was running. Oh, she was running. <laughs> she was back traveling. <laughs> but it was the mace. It was the shit that yeah, was the burning, pepper, yeah, burning the their eyes. Yeah. But, and then I said, damn, now I understand where Charleston Wayne get that goddamn mace from. I see where he got it, because that, that shit had him. Had I got him. a big bottle in there. You want, I got a canister and a low one to blow. You want that? Man, I'll spray that shit off. But yeah. But no. I, I had to hide it, because my wife, I said, like, shit, this bitch might, she might put it on me one day. Oh, I get mad at me. I said, oh, you know what? Keep it in the box. I don't want that. So the guy died, right? He eventually died. Okay. Now, when they said that he had the, the knee on his neck, I didn't see him having, I know his knee was you in You know, the back. video is 13 minutes long that they released. And so it's probably an hour worth of, of video. Well, I didn't see a glitch. And that's the family. And that's Ben Crump. And, and, and I saw the yeah. police officers had their knee in his back, handcuffing him, and then put the shackles on his, on his, on his ankles. Yeah. And he was there. But then when I saw they was lifting him up, he was just limp. Yeah. Like, Damn, he died. So that could have been all. I mean, they have to wait for the autopsy to yeah. say what. Well, it definitely does, you know. And your, and your heart be racing. Your heart will start racing when you get hyper. That's what people call hyper, hyperventilating and all of that. All of that stuff kicks in. And like you said, the mental issue of, uh, him maybe going crazy. The wall started talking to him from being um, isolated and, and, and put in a hole like that. It's a combination of a whole lot. I'm just going to back to say. It's, that's it's, why I keep saying, y'all, y'all got to comply. You can't win. It, you that wasn't win. even a situation of complying. It's not. I mean, if he if it's not mental, then that means comply. That mean set your ass in a cell and, and, and take that train. we got different stories on complying because you can't comply getting your ass whooped. Well, you cannot comply. You comply by staying in the cell. Getting the fuck beat up. No. But you come rushing me out of a cell. That situation is totally so different, man. So that means you complying. You ain't complying with their orders. His mind was set. Now, right. if, 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 if he have these issues, his mind is set. He's sitting in a cell. Yeah. Naked. Oh, he was playing. And, and no, the walls could have told him to attack. Yeah. Or he could have just said, fuck them. It's like see, a, cat. a cat do it. They are the enemy. Now, once your mind is set on something and it is what it is, you'd be surprised how motherfuckers come at them goddamn uh, guards in there. Yeah. You was a goddamn witch card. You ain't never been attacked by you, uh, a jailer? No. You goddamn lie. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, no. a lot of things was going through that man's mind. Yeah. And when that man came out, it was a no hesitation. When that fucking door opened, oh, he, he slung out that motherfucker. 
It was he was already prepared for whatever yeah, happened. Yeah. Now they say, could he control they control that situation better? How can you when a motherfucker grabbing your leg and hold? I don't know if he was biting him in the ass. I gave you the examples of where the liability gonna come in or where the family is gonna be preaching. Mm -hmm. Y'all knew he was crazy. Well, we didn't know he was crazy. Yeah, I knew he was crazy. Y'all wouldn't have took his clothes from him. Why did y'all, you know, then slide the food to him? Why did y'all put him in a cell like that? Why didn't y'all have a supervisor there, cameras? Because you know now, you in the cell, the nigga fuck you, Reg, <coughs> coming out of that cell. Do you know now they bring a lieutenant, they bring the watch commander, and they have a sergeant there, or, or at least a sergeant there, <coughs> and four guys suited up in uniform to go in there and get you. But they didn't know that. They didn't. Yeah, I'm just saying. So you take precautions like that, but why you got him butt naked then if you didn't know he was that type of possibility? How you know he was butt naked? When I they opened the cell with the other butt naked. people? Yeah, he was butt naked. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you is, would they put him... Well, the family said that's why they took the clothes from him. Because the family is already... I saw something with Ben Crump today, right before we started the tape. They take your underwear too? They strip you down. See, I done had a nigga hang himself with a motherfucking t-shirt on. They start taking shoe strings. They did something with dudes, they take your shoe strings now if they let you have the shoes. That's why niggas wear slippers. <clears throat> you know, that's something. We talk about it in the county area. Once you go to the pen, and, well, it's a lot of, it's, nigga, it's you want to kill yourself, kill yourself <laughs> at the pen. There's like, a lot of things that you have to look out. And, it, and you know, I heard the mother with the lawyer and I understand, I'm a black man, and I understand exactly where they coming from. I understand, but if they look at the video, and I'm saying like, just keep it 100, what would you do if you was in a situation like that, and the man just darted out of the cell? He's more dangerous with issues than he is a, a, a regular inmate. So when he came out of there, and it was no stop, was it was no lay down after that yeah. because at some point you know what you're doing at the end of the day. Correct. But he yeah. didn't stop. And he went from from one tier to another. Yeah. He got, got on the elevator. Escalator. Escalator. Yeah. And went up. Yeah. And then the whole attack was him. Yeah. They was out of the way doing this shit. And then when he when he was down the hall and the man was doing this shit. He so grabbed me the fuck you finger. That's just letting people know. He uh, grabbed his leg. I don't know if he was biting him in his ass or biting him on the legs and yeah. shit. Oh, he was. But he, but come on. Yeah. What he, do I do? Y'all don't know how long a 13 minute fight is, y'all. That's a long think, goddamn time. Think of three minutes. You know, boxers who work out daily three tired minutes. Tired of Yeah, he's saying how they look. He was tired too, though. Yeah, so I'm going to say 13 minutes. It don't seem long when we just sit there watching TV or eating or watching something on YouTube. You fighting for your life the whole 13 minutes. And I looked at it at the part where when he first did it and then they all was hitting him. Yeah. They, they got the squad man. Because yeah. they under attack. Yeah, they Who gonna say they wrong? You didn't see no stomping out. I'm not saying the fight was wrong this time. I mean, I never said it usually. Okay. You know, I'm saying we don't know if the mama was calling up there. Y'all know my son crazy. Yeah, my we ain't speculating. We, yeah, that's what we. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm just saying. So we gotta take all that into consideration. Right. Yeah. Um, 
It's a lot to this. We just bring in awareness. And yeah. This is this type of stuff we like to talk about. It's a lot to it. And I think they should have people 